0: this week, my guest is comedian Zach Webb. Zach Webb is a regular opener here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, as well as other clubs across the country. We actually just worked last night together with Jared Freed at Hyenas in Dallas. It was a fun night. Zach is an amazing opening act. He's very he's very absurdist. He's very funny. He's super funny. And An all-around nice guy, and we did a road gig, and he mentioned that he had an interesting fear of being eaten alive. So in this episode, we discuss his comedy, and then we get into his fear of being eaten alive. So let's get into that interview with Zach Webb. All right, my guest this week, just fresh off his weekend at Hyenas with Sean Kent and Linda Stogner. It is comedian Zach Webb. Zach, Hello. how are you doing today, Zach?
1: I'm doing pretty well, man. I just had some great breakfast, uh, even though it's one o'clock, and uh, <laughs> starting the day off right.
0: That sounds like every road comic. I just had breakfast at <laughs> one in the afternoon. Everybody else is halfway through their day. I'm just beginning mine.
1: Yep. Yeah, just, you know, recovering from the weekends, you know, just... uh uh dealing with all the highs and the lows. Uh.
0: <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy, Zach? Uh
1: I've been doing stand-up for about three years. Okay. Um yeah, just came up on my uh third year. And uh it's been uh it's been really fun. Uh someone asked me about it recently because they were like, oh stand-up, that must be really rough. And I was just like, yeah, well, like there's some highs and lows, but like it's never a dull moment. You know, like there's always just something interesting that's happened. You know, whether it's like ridiculous and like I just love kind of recognizing the absurdity of a lot of situations, Uh, you know, even if it's like, oh, chaos is horrible. It's just like, oh, well, I mean, it's, you know, more interesting than me being on the couch.
0: Yeah, I was we were discussing that because I was at Comedy Arena this weekend. And so I was there with Mallory and Steven and we're just kind of commenting on certain things that like we just have, you know, questions about and. You know discussing and just getting you know Mallory her first hosting just to kind of break that seal of of hosting and right and realizing that it's it's way more difficult than it feels like it is like it's like oh I've got this and then mm-hmm. it's like in the moment though it's like you just for some reason your brain just can't hold just basic information
1: <laughs> yeah no, it's very true. I, there are moments where I'm doing like, you know, I'm bringing up the, 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 the feature or the headliner and I know their credits. Like I, yeah. I, I've practiced some in my head. Like I know them, but like I will blank like as I'm like saying it, it you can't really tell. Like I'm like pushing through it, but it's still my mind is just like forming those thoughts again. Like it's, it's very weird. You feel very like kind of like, um, disassociated.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. I had that issue, I was telling her, because last week I was hosting at the Addison Improv for Jackie Fabulous, and she went on The Tonight Show, and I kept wanting to say Jimmy Fallon, but all that would come to mind is Jimmy Kimmel. And I'm like, God damn it, how can you people like have so many different people with the same name? And, yeah. And she was like, and then I, then I, by that time, like, okay, it's the tonight show. Then I'm like, oh shit, what's her name? And it just <laughs> took me like yep. <laughs> an extra beat to say Jackie fabulous. And it was like, I was, I didn't mess it up at all. I didn't not remember. I remember, did remember her name for a brief moment, but I never just, just yeah. gave up on the intro.
1: Well, and I also feel like in your head, it feels so much longer than it actually is, like, as you're saying it. you know, like that extra beat in your head feels like a full minute, but really it's like two seconds. You know, I I had a kind of similar thing this weekend where, you know, uh, I opened for Sean Kent and he was on a last comic standing. But in my head, I kept being like, last man standing
0: with (laughs) (laughs) Ken (laughs) Allen. I will be the last man standing. (laughs) But... I just, some part of me wishes I did video record myself hosting, just I want to see what the sheer panic of my face when, when that, because it's it's definitely uncomfortable, because it's like, I know I'm making the audience uncomfortable, like I'm doing all of this yeah. shit, and I'm like, just fucking say Jackie Fabulous, if anything else is, <laughs> <laughs> why are we and it was a fun weekend like i enjoyed that but it was it's definitely mm-hmm. like it just never that's why i told mallory too is like there's always gonna be little hiccups and stuff it's never perfect yeah. like parker was close but i mean even he had you know slip ups from now and again and you would just be that brief indecision of that the, yeah what announcement what show who's all this information that you've got to yeah. <laughs> rapid fire now after your set just hit people with, and then oh <clears throat> shit, next what's the guy's next name? Okay,
1: yeah, is this guy on HBO or is this guy on Showtime? Like it's just a lot. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I was I was telling them one of my favorite intro stories was on uh, things on Nate Bergazzi's podcast where he was introducing somebody was introducing Mark Dovecchio and the comic blanked on his name, so to try to remember his name, he just kept saying credits. And it was like, it was like giving this ridiculous amount of credits, like he's been on HBO, Showtime, Comedy Central, he's been in like, it's like, is this Chris Rock coming out here? Or is he Richard Pryor making a comeback?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. You just got, <laughs> you kind of find that time, I guess, until you, you know, can figure it out in your brain. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's fun or, I mean, not fun, but it's, it's hard sometimes where it's just like so many credits with like hyper specific names, Yeah, you know, like where it's just like, ah, it's like this festival, they played this number and then it's like, oh, they performed at this comedy club with this person. Like, it's like, there's just so many things to keep in your brain. Yeah. Um. After you just like expelled all of your energy, you kind of like doing your set, and then you're just like, "Oh, mentally, I got to remember the other thing that's way more important than the jokes I just told."
0: Yeah. David Alan Greer <laughs> was probably my toughest one because. Oh yeah. He's a Tony. He's he's been nominated for an Oscar, a Grammy, a Tony Award. Like he's got all these like awards, and I'm like, he's like the bridesmaid for like every single major. Uh, Actor Achievement Award <laughs> you know and you know you, yeah. you, you want to say he's won a Grammy or something like that he's you know he yeah. just shaketh and all I just got I was just Tony Award nominated not <laughs> not the winner
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I feel like I feel like nomination is probably the best like like plug uh, or like uh, like credit because it's like you don't want to say like ah, oh, this guy's like the winner of this thing because then it's like the expectation is just so high you know, like I was talking about that with like Linda where it's like, oh, like uh, I know some people who've won funniest comic in Texas and they don't want people to know that when they go up on stage because then the audience goes, well, how funny can they be? You yeah. know, like oh, now, now you really got to prove that you're the funniest. All right. You know, it's like I, I'm a big believer of like underselling over delivery. Um, and I, I know some people are like that too. But I, I've always been in fear of just like, like oh like telling the audience like giving them too much of an expectation and then having an off day <laughs>
0: yeah. i get that but, but at the same time i also think it would be funny if we made like the trophy was like a golden mic stand that you had to take to every open mic and had like cherubs and every and it said like funniest comic in texas yeah just was this over the top audacious like so when you go up at open mic you have to use this gold mic stand
1: yeah they have open micers just throwing flower petals as you're walking to the yeah. stage
0: <laughs> just to make it hilarious
1: yeah uh like the person who got second would be like a herald you know just announcing you walk
0: in yeah like the runner-up just has to enter you every time like he has to go on stage and bring up the funniest comic in texas just, <laughs> just to add salt in the wound <laughs> That's your that's your reward is the run up, and you have to just go to every open mic the winners at, even for like oh. ten seconds, and just bring them up.
1: Yeah, I lost to this guy. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So what has be been?
0: Tough. So as comedy wise, what has been like? What was like your toughest? I would say like show or, I guess, situation you've ever faced in comedy. Like what was your?
1: Oh man um, so this one actually happened recently uh, I I got to do this like um show at a tach, uh like a tattoo convention okay. uh, like a, like a like an afternoon and um, the uh, person who uh, booked it um as we're walking in this is like the third day of them doing comedy uh, as we're walking in he gets a text saying oh they really hate the comedy like <laughs> <laughs> Like he's getting a text from the the writer. he's like oh they really do not like the stand-up comedy and then when we, we walk in there I see why because it's this big convention room and then they put the stage in the middle of the convention room like we uh, like we thought it was gonna be a separate like room or something mm-hmm. else where people can just walk in and out no it's in the middle of the convention center uh, and it's a tattoo convention so all these people are getting tattooed around us so you just hear that the zzz- yeah. everywhere you go. Meanwhile, every pop-punk uh, song from the 2000s is just blaring through the speaker. The stages in the middle of the convention room, it's a T. It's like a cross-stage, and with seats all the way around it. So it's yeah. like this weird 360 thing. And people are sitting there, but the reason they're sitting there is because the concession is right next to it. Mm-hmm. So people are just eating their food. Uh, <laughs> so we get there, and they're just like, hey, They really don't like the comedy. And we're like, well, that's great. And that's always good to know when you're walking in. I'm going up first. And I was hoping that there would be like a separate PA system, you know, for like just that little area. Nope, you're just announcing it into the microphone that they do the announcements for all of the tattoo convention announcements. So I'm just listening to myself in this huge room with a couple of people looking at me like they don't know what the hell's happening and they really do not like any of this. (laughs) Like, I don't know where to look or like to find my people because I'm like constantly, like I'm constantly showing my back to somebody. (laughs) So I just had to find one nice woman who thought I was a little funny and just keep making eye contact with her until this whole thing was over. (laughs) But I just feel and like
0: just, feel like people getting tattoos, you don't want them to laugh while you're trying to give them. right. <laughs> and then my buddy
1: was just trying to tell me, Oh, Zach, you should get a tattoo. And then after my set, I was like, I don't want anybody here to stab me more than they already want to.
0: <laughs> they you know? already like, have with their eyes. Like Yeah,
1: exactly. With their like, dead and I would pay for stairs. that. Like, yeah. But it was just, it was just so awkward. And then, like, uh, part of me, like, you know, because I I worked clean and stuff like that. And uh, I just got back from like doing some like clean shows and stuff. But for this one, I was thinking, oh, a tattoo convention, I can be like a little like raunchier. I can do like some like you know dirtier jokes or whatever. And I'm just walking around. I'm seeing like family after family at this thing. And I'm just like, oh no, like, and and I'm in the speaker too. But uh, but I. It, it was a, it was a bad show, but it was a fun time just because it's like, I got to hang out with uh, a lot of other comedians. And we all just, you know, went up there and ate shit, but it, there's that camaraderie to it. You know, like we all just ate shit and then went to like on the border afterwards. So it's like, like,
0: it's like the Bill Burr, Philadelphia story where everybody just having, just yeah. going through. <laughs> Did anybody just like have a meltdown like on stage? Like, No.
1: Via- no, because I think all of us kind of like like nobody had like a personal like, oh like like screw this crowd, they're just being so awful. It's just like no, they don't want us here. We're just gonna do our time and just get out as soon as possible. Like <laughs> But uh but I mean most of the, the, the comedy for us was just doing our set and looking over at the other comedians, just like looking at in laughter and in horror because they're up next. You yeah. know
0: <laughs> trying to figure out what they're gonna do.
1: Yeah, exactly. To win this, know. win
0: this crowd over,
1: <laughs> and it's like you know, it's like I'm I'm watching uh, you know some people do crowd work, but then it's it's really hard for crowd work because like they're talking, but you're on a microphone that's going out through the entire like you know a uh, uh, convention center, so it just seems like someone like hooked up their Bluetooth speaker to their phone, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice.
0: You know, <laughs> they don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, exactly. Just follow. Just follow the sound of faux confidence over the loudspeaker. And make your way to yeah. the center, <laughs> <laughs> to the heart that's slowly dying.
1: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, I've, I've definitely had, like, other, like, worse sets, but, like, that one was definitely just, like, the, the one that, like, kind of stung. And then, like, literally, after I left the show, I went to my car and someone had rear-ended me and, like, hit run me. And so I was just like, all right, cool. This is a, this is a nice way to punctuate this, this, this experience. Yeah. Um. But I mean, luckily, it wasn't like uh, too bad a damage. It was just like a dent in my car. But um, but I was just like, yep. I I I hope that they knew that was my car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they hope it was. You, you hope it wasn't that lady that was kind of finding you funny.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. that is awesome. You're you're a solid opener. You're one of you know you're one of the up and coming comics here in the Dallas comedy scene so thank you man hey uh, you everybody you know has rave reviews about you and mallory, <laughs> mallory apparently said she, when you were in dallas last week she asked you for advice and you said sometimes you just fall on the grenades
1: <laughs> yep <laughs> yep i just i think it's a lot of like opening is just like you're just there to break the ice you got to warm the uh, the people up and sometimes you, you can do that in different ways like um mm-hmm. I've, I've seen people, like, before I started opening, I, I would watch people, like, open, and, like, I remember uh, just seeing people use, like, shock, not, like, dirty material, but just saying something that's, like, a little bit kind of weird, just, and, like, people would react not necessarily with, like, a laugh, but, like, a ooh, or, like, uh, a yeah. and, like, I realized, like, that is also a response you the, the 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 goal is to you know uh get it as a conversation call and response you know and yeah. sometimes that doesn't mean like oh this one joke that just made everyone laugh and go crazy but sometimes that just means like i'm just you know saying something to get a reaction out of you i'm mentioning the uh, the servers and the bartenders who are doing a great job like hey give it up for them that's another call and response you yeah. know um yeah it's a uh, it's <laughs> a lot of times you're just digging a hole for the next guy to come and fill with laughter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> And know? that's
0: why I tell people I was like is everybody else has a good show you know after you, that's you know that's your job. unfortunately, you know, yeah. you're not there to to also achieve glory. Yes, it's nice to get that you know that added confidence bump and validation yeah. for your work. But some days it is just well. This is gonna be <laughs> Yeah. Thankfully this is only the the only time you'll have to see me for an extended period. I will
1: Yeah. It's 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 kinda like if you if you asked out a pretty girl and she said no You can't just immediately just like, like lose, like lose your shit. Like if if someone doesn't find your joke funny, you can't just be like, well, fuck you guys. You know, it's like, you just gotta be like, oh, okay. Thank you. Like, I'm not your type, you know, but that's okay. And just kind of keep the energy going for the next person who's going to come in and ask a pretty lady out, you know? Um, But yeah, it's a, it's definitely, it's, it's a, it's a fun job. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the few jobs i've had where i can drink dairy and yes. i like that a
0: lot <laughs> and so my show on friday there was like 12 women and they were all wearing cowboy hats like they look like they were like they all look like 80s women's from 80s countries band like they had like the boots <laughs> like the low dress and the cowboy yeah. hats and during mallory and steve's set they were like covering their ears like during their material like it was too much for oh my them.
1: gosh oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> that's so
0: awful and it was just so funny because i wasn't out there i watched mallory but it wasn't out there for steven's and steven has his boot joke about shy pooping and i was just <laughs> like i wanted to know what those ladies looks on their face whereas he just goes to this 10 minute rampage <laughs> About about not being able to use the bathroom in public. <laughs> like most notably when he says like the can of chunky soup. <laughs> I was like I was like, were they praying for you at that point? Were they just like praying for your soul? It's hard to laugh and pray for someone's soul at the same time. Yeah. That's what I told him. <laughs> But it was uh, yeah. that was that was pretty fu- humorous. I would say my craziest show is I was opening a, for a corporate show with Todd Justice, and it was like the Sonic franchise, and we were doing it in Norman, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So we were driving to this Embassy Suites, and we get into there, and I was like sitting there, like I had just come up with the Denny's gift card kind of thing, and I was like, you know, it's cl- it's not dirty, but it's not. You know, it's not something, it's kind of, it's kind of cloudy, but it's not dirty by any means. It's just kind of, (laughs) and I'm like, maybe, and I I looked at Todd and I was like, you know what? Maybe I could do that joke tonight. Like, I feel like I could do this. It's a bunch of rich old white people. Like Mm. they might find it funny. And then before we go to the stage, they drop. Like, they bring up a big screen TV and we have to sing the national anthem. Oh, no. And then we we recited the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, we were in an elementary school. Like, we had to stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance. And I looked at Todd. I was like, never mind. I was like, never (laughs) mind. Yep. And... To Todd's credit, he got a full room standing ovation for his set. Like he oh, wow, got a full room standing ovation, and his camera died five minutes before that. Oh my god! So he was videoing it, <laughs> and he comes back and he looks at his camera, and it's off. And I was like, "There's <laughs> no way I could have saved this." It's like this is yeah, just serendipity of knowing that you'll you'll. Any success you have is just between you, me, yeah. and this crowd. No one else will ever. <laughs> and so I will tell people, I was like, he's gotten a full room. I was like, everybody has their audience. Todd t- yeah. Justice, you know, just that night was exactly what they wanted. I did okay. It was <laughs> nothing to write home about. I was yeah. fairly well dressed. I had slacks, dress shoes, and shirt buttoned mm-hmm. down. And so I was like, okay. I look like an employee (laughs) on a lot of Todd's corporate gigs. We have to dress like kind of quasi corporate. And so. Sure. Sure. So that's, that was an interesting, probably my weirdest show. Like I was like, this is the height of conservatism at this point. (laughs) Like I thought we were good. We may have actually even bowed our head in prayer. I can't remember. I just remember the pledge of allegiance. Like
1: good. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> like, we had an invocation before we decided to do the stand-up show.
1: Yeah, I was like, were they also going to rattle off the other school announcements that they had coming up like, in the day? Mm-hmm. What was the lunch special?
0: <laughs> it was Sonic, because that was their... <laughs> that's what, They were all franchisees of this, I guess, Oklahoma, Arkansas, like, this Bible Belt conservative yeah. franchise of Sonic yeah just sucking on chili dogs Mm -hmm. and so and Todd is Todd is always the if there's a free there's a free meal let's grab one and so I was like yeah I was like I'll pass I'll just get some waters and call it a day yeah
1: I've, I, I haven't I have done a whole lot of like uh, uh, corporate gigs I, like I know you and I kind of like uh, did a show where it was kind of like for like a fundraiser or something like that. But like I haven't done a lot of corporate gigs, but I, I every story I've heard is just really bad. <laughs> like,
0: it's really like, I bad, know, but the money's yeah. really good.
1: That's, a, that's exactly what i hear yeah <laughs> and, and like i like i like i feel like after like a year of opening i've gotten used to like yeah some shows just it ain't it but if i get paid yeah. like hey i'm a professional you know yeah.
0: <laughs> like that show we did in midland i was like that money for for the amount of time we spent on stage for one night one show yeah.
1: i was like yeah, that's
0: <laughs> that's fair yeah
1: yeah, exactly. It was like oh, ah yeah. and it like to me it wasn't even like a like a like a bad set. Like I've had way worse sets, so it's just like, oh I and I got paid really well for it. All right, this is great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't tattoo convention money, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, nobody hit my car after the show. Like it was fine.
0: <laughs> well, I drove, so that would have been <laughs> I know,
1: Yeah. That would have been even worse. How would they would have gotten all the way back to Dallas? <laughs>
0: And that's that's your next step is you want to try to because your style is to kind of be absurd and to kind of you know bring kind of i would say almost you know just kind of match like what's the most absurd outcome to this situation yeah, i feel like yeah. you have a you almost have like a <laughs> like a cross thing where you're just drawing a parallel across from a <laughs> situation you have like absurd ideas and you're like bible sc- vacation bible school
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just, uh, I love, I love just being, like, really silly and weird. Like, I mean, uh, I I, like, there's so many different, like, avenues of comedy and just, like, ways you can do things. But, like, uh, for me, I I don't like being like, well, this is my opinion about this subject. And then just kind of, like, doing that. I just like getting real weird with it, you know, and just putting putting not only my brain in like a weird place, but then bringing other people into it, you know, (laughs) it's just like, Hey, like distracting people so much that they forget everything except for the one idea. I just floated past them. Yeah. And sometimes that's just about, you know, like, uh, like what a surreal experience vacation Bible school is, or, um, (laughs) talking about bringing a checkbook into a strip club, you know, just like things that just kind of remove like everything else, except for this one quirky idea.
0: Yeah, that is it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely entertaining. And I feel like I try to be personal because I was like, people don't want my opinions. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they're coming here to escape opinions and stuff like that. Like maybe, you know, a slight jab at, at, you know, what's going on in the world or, you know, ridiculous, Mm -hmm. ridiculous news stories. But they get enough of that, you know, on late night and everywhere else that you Can consume, I guess, entertainment and news. Yeah. I uh, had
1: this, uh, I was going to say, I had this one lady last night. I was doing my joke about like depression, and uh, you know, that takes like just a weird turn, but I was like, I do the setup and I go, I suffer through depressive episodes. And uh, (laughs) this one lady just shouts out, We all do. (laughs) And like, I just go, Oh, yeah, that's why you guys came here to forget about it. My bad. (laughs) Like, you know, like, (laughs) <laughs> but then i went into the joke but i was just like oh like oh, yeah i forgot that's, that's why we're all here to forget about <laughs> everything else
0: touche man touche
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah mallory where i was trying to i was kind of spitballing mallory because she said she was watching the show manifest and it's like it's like pretty people problems like it's shallow and things mm-hmm. like that and i was like I was like, what's, you know, what, you know, what is the difference between pretty people problems and ugly people problems? Like pretty people problems is like, oh, I don't know which of these outfits I look hotter and (laughs) ugly person problems is I don't know how I'm going to pay for my drinks tonight. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because every every like teen drama movie is like this beautiful girl, but they just have her in a messy bun with no makeup and put mm. glasses on her, and now she's the nerd that nobody. Oh, you no one wants Then she, she just magically, without looking at any makeup tutorials whatsoever, just magically knows how to put on makeup to look like a L'Oreal beauty queen just every night. Prom, <laughs> that one night, just
1: yeah. Uh, it just yeah. It, it's always that simple for everybody, yeah. I guess. You know, it's Cinderella
0: <laughs> syndrome. Like oh. You just, just had to doll up and yeah, <laughs> and show up. Okay. Show up and glow like, up.
1: What was that? Was that the like the first movie? I mean, like maybe like My Friend Lady and stuff, but like uh, it's like the 90s movie. Wasn't that like She's All That? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, that was the first M. Night Shyamalan twist because he wrote that movie. <laughs> he wrote. She, yeah. <laughs> she was pretty the whole time. That was the twist. Wow. He's, in, he's really good, I guess. <laughs>
0: I did not know M. Night Shyamalan wrote "She's All That."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's a bit I think he should
1: go back. I think he should go back to that kind of like work, you know, just like go back to just like you know, screw all the 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 crazy weird surreal horror movies and just go back to like teen dramas, you know. Like I think I think it he can make some more money that way.
0: The M. Night Shyamalan teen drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I've learned something today. Um, yeah. also like we talk about fears on this podcast, not just comedy yeah. and our, our shortcomings and, in, in that <laughs> area or our horror stories. We have yeah. ho- real horror stories that we deal with, like with every day with phobias and fears. And you have a very, very interesting fear uh, that I learned yes, I on, <laughs> on the drive home. Go ahead and let, I guess the listeners know.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, my biggest fear, uh, is being eaten alive. Uh, uh just uh, just i i think like i'm not afraid to die necessarily i think i've got over that hump but it's just like i think that is the worst way to die
0: because okay. like
1: you have so much time to think about it you know like there's so many deaths where it's like ah oh, like i fell off a roller coaster and just like immediately died it's like ah oh, that would you know suck but like watching something devour me in front of me and so I'm just, like, trying to get away, trying to do anything, but I'm helpless. Like, my guts are open. It's just going to town. Like, it is horrifying to me. Okay.
0: Yeah. So where did you think this fear started? Like, what moment, I would say, like? Um, uh,
1: so I kind of I have a very distinct memory. When I was in middle school, I was flipping around uh, TV, and I got on Comedy Central, and they were playing Shaun of the Dead. And there's one specific scene in the movie, kind of near the end of the movie where, uh, I think it's Dylan Morgan, I think is his name. He, uh, like they're all hunkered down in this bar and he decides something gets really awkward and he's like, I gotta go. I gotta leave. And he just starts opening the door and all or like removing the barricade from the window. And then these zombies just burst through the window and grab him and just start ripping him open. And you just see all the guts and just all the, and this is a comedy, you know, I didn't understand other times, (laughs) this is is a comedic film, but just watching them literally tear into his stomach and then like pull out guts after guts as he's just screaming and they're just pulling out body parts. I just had a very visceral reaction as a kid. And I was just like, oh, that is, that is, that's a no, no for me. That is
0: not what i want at all yeah well that makes me feel old (laughs) because because that kind of came out right as i started comedy like i feel like that was like 2005 2006 if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah i think so man
0: (laughs) and so i remember i remember that movie and it was dumb and funny and yeah god bless i mean
1: Yeah, I've watched that movie several times since then. It's not anything to do with the movie. I love Edgar Wright. I love all of his movies, especially that one. But like that just, that scene just what, for whatever reason, just really stuck with me. Okay. And then, um, I feel like there's also like some like caveats to the fear or like, I don't know if I'm using that word right, but like there are certain things that would make it even scarier for me. Um, uh, like one of my favorite films is, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. And I I would truly be horrified if I was being eaten by like an alien because if like I'm eaten by like a bear or something like that like I kind of like have ideas of what it is I understand like it's life or whatever but I'm I'm just being eaten by an alien I don't know his motive you know i don't know if this is for you know it substance for pleasure like i i truly don't understand it and if visually if it's something you know like like cronenberg-esque like and i so much body horror to it like i'll just feel so out of loss but yet it's my final moments in life and i'm just confused you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fact that you're you want to cl- you want to clear the air before you pass like yeah. It's, it's a clarification.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If like if if even if someone just shouted out like, oh my god, the ex you know, like the, the instead the name of the alien, I'd be like, Oh, thank you. And then I just like die.
0: Okay. I just you you want to die with your questions being answered.
1: Right, because it's like no one wants to end like have you ever watched a movie that just like kind of ends on like a weird note that's like not like very concrete. It's like mm-hmm. you make the ending. It's like I hate those movies. It's like just tell me what happened you know (laughs) yeah we're at the end of it give me all the information yeah like
0: yeah i don't think i could watch the thing because i think when it i was i was i get emotional whenever animals like die in movies and i think in that one that's where they like burn like all the dogs in the kennel or whatever because they yeah
1: no it's yeah it's messed up well it's because like one of them like the movie starts off with the thing pretending to be a dog yeah. And so at one point they're just like uh, they put it in with all the other dogs and it just starts, you know, going crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, it's, uh, it's definitely a tough watch, uh, but still one of my favorite movies uh, still scares me to this day. Uh.
0: Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the blob? Like, would the blob be even more terrifying because it's you can still see like the consumed it's already had, like still floating yeah. Yeah. in the like, ectoplasmic ooze?
1: just digesting yeah, yeah that would be that, that would definitely be on the list uh uh also i just uh, the blob is just so horrifying because that you can't get away from it like unless you're in an airtight like you know room that's like but it can get through every crack it can get through every you know thing uh my mom was actually really afraid of the blob uh and she used to tell me about it growing up so maybe this is all just genetic Uh, (laughs) but but yeah no i mean uh i i maybe i i feel like if i was being eaten by the blob i don't know if like like the slime would be that bad though like maybe it's just like a nickelodeon's award sort of situation where i just get slimed and then like ah i'm dead but like "Ah, it's not that bad but i just imagine like physically me being ripped apart would definitely be like the worst
0: (laughs) yeah i just feel like it would just feel like every like just the gag of all that goo just, like, entering <laughs> yeah. every hole in your body. Just- oh,
1: yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that would be the worst part. Yeah, just the the, the drowning in it. Yeah, that would die me. <laughs> So gross. Uh. But, so- yeah, I uh, also, like, I feel like, um, you know, obviously I don't want to be eaten, but, like, a part of another fear of it is, like, what if I taste bad? Like, would that be insulting to me? <laughs> You know, like if I if like someone was just like eating me and then they just get into this Gordon Ramsay rant about how awful I taste and how it's like that I have no fat, you know, and I'm like way too lean and, you know, I wasn't properly seasoned or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or Jack Spratt. That's what it is. Yeah. Sorry. I got them confused with Liz Splatt. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack Spratt, who ate no fat and what was the other gene who ate no lean?
1: Hmm. Is that a nursery rhyme?
0: Yeah. It's like an old nursery rhyme. I just. Ah.
1: Like, it sounded familiar. And then I was like, wait, I don't remember that one as well.
0: (laughs) So. The fact, like what. So if you taste about like, what if someone was devouring you and then they stop like. Like halfway, like just like maybe, you know, took both legs and was like, you know, and then just.
1: Yeah, and then just left me there. Yeah, well, I mean, I I feel like I would definitely be like insulted, you know, just in a way, because I'd be like, you couldn't like, like first of all, it's it's kind of like there's no chef to send it back to, you know, like <laughs> like 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 you made the choice to eat a person. What do you like? Am I not good enough for you? You couldn't like, or would you? Am I your like dessert? Like I there once again, so many questions, and that's what would be the worst part of that. <laughs> am
0: I your dessert? <laughs>
1: Sorry, yeah, like, I don't, too
0: filling for you sorry I'm, yeah like, sorry too rich and hearty for your for your your delicate taste buds
1: yeah like, your cannibalism cuisine like I don't, I don't but yeah i think uh i think yeah if, if someone just like stopped eating me and then like like i don't know like i i think i would also just have more questions like are they coming back like like would i would i be preserved in any way you know like are they like I, I feel like at that point, if they were going to eat me later, they would bring me to some sort of like fridge or something. So yeah, I would definitely feel insulted. Uh.
0: <laughs> so is can is cannibalism's I guess high on that list as well? When you say cannibalism, like have you wa- yeah? Can you watch horror movies of cannibalism, or is that just too visceral for you?
1: Uh, I can, I mean, for the most part, like there's certain ones where I can like deal with it. Um, there's certain, like, I I remember, I think I was flipping around at one point and I stopped on like a hostel movie Mm -hmm. and like, I saw a guy who is like, like strapped down on a bed pretty much. And some dude was literally just cutting off parts of his leg and then taking it over to like a fancy dining set and then eating parts of his leg, like his sashimi or whatever. And, like, that one was a big oh-no-no. I was, like, immediately (laughs) like, nope, like, I can't do that one. But then there's there's certain things that I can kind of watch where it's, like, cannibalism. Like, I never had a problem watching, like, zombie shows, you know, or, like, that sort of stuff for – but i yeah it's like it's weird it, it's 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 never like set in stone of like you know oh it's just a blanket for all of because i'm fine with certain stuff like uh i've been trying to get over it by watching like a uh, show called attack on titan okay which, which is just about like a, a group of like there's these giants out there they break into these cities and they eat people that's what they do and like sometimes like i can watch it and it's like yeah it's totally fine like this ain't much and then, like, there'll just be one that's just, like, per- like giant. And, and they're all, like, uh, none of them, like, really talk, like, or, like, seem to be, like, very sentient. So, like, they'll just pick up a person and then just have this big smile on their face as they devour someone as they're, like, screaming, you know, to death. And mm-hmm. I that one, uh, like, I can watch a couple episodes and I'll get to one of those. And I'm just like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this down for a second.
0: Like yeah. A little overload, sensory <laughs> yeah, overload yeah. there, a little bit on the
1: yeah, I'm going to watch some time lapses of flowers opening for like the next 10 minutes just to kind of reset.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're actually proactively trying to get over it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, 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 a really important person in my life has like uh, been really great about like uh, never having something have power over you Mm -hmm. and kind of just putting yourself in a situation that maybe might be a little frightening or whatever, but, you know you will get through it and you know you can kind of like conquer those things And like you know some things you just can't conquer like i don't actually physically want to be eaten alive yeah i'm not gonna put my go
0: let's in do that. this
1: yeah <laughs> like i'm not gonna put myself in that but it's like yeah i'll give a movie a shot or a show a shot or you know stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah i i, I think like like there have been other fears that i've had in my life and then it's like i'll just kind of put myself in a situation where it's like all right just you know um just overcome it you know yeah. like just do it and then at the end of the day you kind of find out like ah, oh, it wasn't that bad or yeah. you know um like i used to be afraid of roller coasters for a long time and then i got depression and i was like ah, no this is fine
0: <laughs> i just went on a roller coaster depressed like we <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah because like the biggest fear of like a, like a roller coaster is like oh i might fall off and die but it's like yeah if you're already in like the i you know like what is death Sort of mindset. It's just like, all right, well, I can't be afraid of a roller
0: coaster. I yeah. think you actually have fun. Yeah. <laughs> my tip for that is just to sit in the back because, like, all the same, they got seat belts, they got all of these different things, a clippy Yeah. In. Yeah. <laughs> and so I will always sit in the back because I used to be afraid of the roller coaster. And then my friends ride on Shockwave, like, my friend and his brother, like, me, like, three of us went to Six Flies together. And so mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we're going to do this. And then Here's the fun part of being afraid of roller coasters, you think you can do it, but the longer you have to wait to get on it, the more yeah. you just <laughs> you, you regret the decision.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um an, on another side so Ma- Mallory's kids afraid of heights and so she's like afraid of roller coasters and stuff that are, mm-hmm. you know, way up But, like, they, like, Mallory, I guess they told her, like, she went to, they went to the Judge Roy scream and she just saw the, you know, the whip around like this. Oh, I can ride that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then, like, it whipped around to this tall hill. And she's like, oh. And just the, and of course, Mallory being the concerned parent just started laughing hysterically (laughs) at her daughter because she's, like, now realizing, oh, shit, this is way more than I thought it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's always the uh, the worst part about it is like being like oh no this was more than I was expecting you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the like uh, like even watching someone uh, like watching like Attack on Titan or something where it's like oh no I, I I signed up for it but I didn't know all the clauses that came with the contract
0: yeah you know? <laughs> and that's what I was telling you know with the roller coaster when I rode the shockwave I was like okay this at least turns a little bit then goes down it doesn't mm-hmm. dip straight down because. I used to ride the old Texas Giant and
1: Oh, the rickety one?
0: Yes. Like <laughs> what the Judge Roy scream has now, cause I had went, you know, recently and I was like, oh, these are the old Texas Giant cars in the Judge Roy, because the Judge Roy just had a bar that literally yeah. just kind of loosely yeah. <laughs> held you in. If you if you slimmed up or anything, you could fall right out. But I And if hated you're a that... child on it, yeah. you
1: could slip right out of that thing.
0: Well, it just freaked me out because when you would get that that up in the air from the the second mm-hmm. hill and you're you you could feel yourself rising out of the seat i hated that <laughs> feeling cuz it's like oh shit you know like here we go we're getting bucked out you know yeah that yeah. was that was my big panic with roller coasters cuz i'm a small kid and i'm like just barely making the height requirements so i was like this shit's not for me mm-hmm. like i can barely like just because fucking Goofy says I'm tall enough doesn't mean this thing's gonna protect me.
1: Yeah, it's weird that we defer to Goofy's judgment on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we've we've got these cartoon characters, they're like, no. Yeah. yeah. Like even fully grown, I don't feel like I'm like the ideal like size that yeah. they made these for. And so Yeah. Some of it Wait. like Mr. Freeze is the worst. Like oh, I, yeah. if you are not a fan of roller coasters I don't like it because it's immediately higher speed it's like it just yeah. it just cannon fires you out and back but
1: I uh, I, I was on the Mr. Freeze like I want to say like uh this is definitely like 6 or 7 years ago and like uh, they had done this thing where they reversed it so like yeah, like for whatever reason they like reversed the track, and it was like they just recently done it, and we were just in line, and the line was just so long because they did that, like you know, because it's like oh, it's like a new ride, but it's just the same thing, just backwards. Uh, and so we we were in the line for like maybe like two hours, but that roller coaster is so short of yep. the time. That like I got off the ride just being more upset that I was just over so. Oh,
0: quick. oh come on, this is horseshit.
1: Yeah, it was just like I waited two hours for like two minutes, like that's nothing. Like, was like
0: so I horrible. was, like I was listening to every sound so I could brace myself for that little boop yeah. boop. It is like here we go. <laughs> and the person I was with wasn't helpful. She was like, "Look how high we are!" Like no. Oh god. The worst is that that Riddler thing where it just like the little swing.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause it's like, you don't realize it's like, it's not that bad. And all of a sudden it keeps getting higher. It's like, okay, this isn't cool anymore. It's like, (laughs) like, like it gets uncomfortable and then it's like, okay, we're still going higher. How is this possible? Like, Mm -hmm. plus they have that fence, like so close (laughs) that looks like at any point, like I know it's been measured, but it feels like it's so close to my feet.
1: Yeah. You're just like, someone with a degree made this. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, that's what I have to tell myself. It's like, someone smarter than me made this. So I can't question it. <laughs> like,
0: It's just like. Unless
1: it's like a, a action park situation. Yeah. That's an insane story.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that, that's another one that I kind of keep my eyes closed and stuff because it's like, okay, I've had enough. Matt I'm done I'm ready I'm ready to get off let's go yeah I get frustrated I'm flustered like can you not see like this is we've had enough Can you <laughs> do you need to get an extra thing in
1: uh, can we go to the child's magic show yeah. starts at three <laughs>
0: yeah I wrote that like I'll never eat Six Flags food again, though. I threw up like on Titan, like as we finished oh, the God. Titan, like I would, and that was like, oh <laughs> my gosh. oh
1: man. But, well, yeah. I mean, were you sitting in the back on this time?
0: Yeah, we were sitting in the back. Okay, <laughs> as always, I'll sit in the back because I'm like, this is where all the this, <laughs> this is where all the the buckles and the everything that holds you in is gonna yeah. be, because and it's and it pulled you through, like it's just literally like you're you you don't you know the front of the roller coaster you kind of crest the hill and you look down Mm -hmm. plus i have a lot of vertigo issues and stuff and dizziness so with loops and stuff i try to stay in the back because it pulls you through the loop rather than the front where you just kind of hang there for a second and
1: yeah and almost black out like like i've gotten like like so much like a head rush just like being like in the front or like middle yeah uh where it's just like you're just like kind of like blacking out for a second Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah. So the shockwave, even though it's super short, but it's always fun for me. Mm. Um, The new Texas Giant was a blast. Like it, it's so fast, and it's just like, oh, it was just so much. It and it just jerks you like in the back. Like you just, you think it's over. Nope, another turn. Mm. Yep. (laughs) So. You so you conquer it. That's I admire your partner. So if you're intimate, there, mm. if she bites your shoulder, does that like trigger, like, nope, <laughs> nope? <laughs> and has she done that knowing? Uh,
1: I want to say, yes, she has done that knowing. Uh, <laughs> but to me, it's not, it's not a a, a big enough, like. Usually, like my mind's focused on other things, and I don't think I'm gonna die right then.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good, but but I just thought it was like, what would she yeah. buy? Someone just come up and bit your neck, like like you're just sitting <laughs> on the couch.
1: Yeah, well, like I I think like I would have uh, like she's an amazing cook, so I know I would have like some like kind of prep time, like because I know she would like season or marinate me or something. <laughs> You know, like so I would kinda I would kinda get a hint, maybe, but I am also very like not the smartest bulb in the bunch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it would probably take like, ah, oh, this like hot tub's really great. Wow, carrots and-
0: <laughs> <laughs> So you're like Potato, Bug cool. and Bugs Bunny and the fucking yeah, exactly. stew pot just <laughs> <laughs> here, let me help you with those veggies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just having a soak, you know. <laughs>
0: Um, they always make yeah, that no, look so appetizing too. Like it's just carrots and.
1: <laughs> I just love that. Like where, where they like they throw a whole animal into a soup. They didn't even like you know take off the
0: fur. Yeah. or like
1: Any of that stuff. They just threw it in a pot. Like obviously, yeah, that's a cartoon, but. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, and like see, they have even...
1: jones was a cannibal the thing would be a little bit more graphic
0: yeah well i thank you for doing this zach it's been fun conversation where can people where can people find you on social media if they want to check out your comedy and not eat you alive
1: (laughs) uh you can find me on all platforms under zachary webery uh so that zachary spells the same and webery w-e-b-b-e-r-y
0: And that's because of a joke he has. And
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> Where it's to, a uh, yeah, you'll yeah, you'll have to come and see the joke.
0: <laughs> but yeah, check out Zachary on social media. He's a super fun comic. He's definitely on the path to being a big name here in the DFW area, if not bigger than around the country.
1: Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I'm working towards it. <laughs>
0: yeah, we all are, and in, in some ways, yeah. and it's just it's just a fun journey and trying to enjoy the tidbits of validation with mm-hmm. with the hours <laughs> the hours of just disregard for what you yep. do <laughs> with every open mic yep
1: because this uh, disregard is like a daily basis for sure <laughs> but the validation is uh you know uh, uh always helps me get through them. <laughs>
0: Well thanks again Zach. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, thank
1: you so much for having me, man. It's been a blast.
0: So that was Zach. What an interesting and fun fear. I have some fears like that where that's just a visceral reaction. Like I have a hard time watching movies that kill off animals and stuff that makes me like super anxious and emotional and I don't want to watch those scenes and so i usually will turn a movie off or not watch it if i know a scene like that is coming you can check out zach at zachary webery on instagram as well as zach webb on facebook and check him out like he is an amazing up-and-coming comic he's really finding his legs as an mc he's one of the stronger mcs in the in the scene here in the dallas fort worth area And he's just a create amazing creative when it comes to his comedy and writing. Like he just comes up with things that just are really out of left field, but he makes them really funny. As for me, like I said, we hosted, he hosted last night when I got a surprise call to work with Jared Fried. We had a great show, two shows. I met a lot of new people. Hopefully that translates to more listeners to the podcast. Um, if if you are a new listener welcome to the show i appreciate you guys if you like what you hear leave a review on apple or spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts make sure to follow us if you are really a fan that'd be awesome to have some people following um join the facebook group follow us on instagram at some fear fans and twitter i'm going to work getting more i guess active in those accounts maybe like to post every so often as well as on my own like I need to really promote and have fun and do some fun things also um, I don't have any shows coming up that I can promote at this time except for I will be in Wichita Kansas at the beginning of the year and also then the next week I'll be at the Leony Bin and OKC so, keep, if you're ever out of town, check me out there. I will hopefully be out there doing some great stand up and making, meeting new people and maybe having new podcasts. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Hope you guys have a great week. And now, some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh20, get it, H2O like water. You can also follow him on Facebook Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olsen for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website gunnarolsen.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at SomeFearFans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me, on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there and you can check me out at ryanperio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just in a in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening.